Hello, we are here in the Seftic Show. I mean, we know. I am here in the Seftic Show. I'm Melissa Seftic. I'm Kyle's wife. And today I'm going to be solo. I'm going to send you a little message that's been in our hearts for a little for a little while. And I've now decided that we can manage to talk about this with you guys. So it's always really, really exciting to be here. It's always really, really good. And I want to first um, stop a little bit and pray us in, and then we will, we shall proceed. So Lord, thank you for this opportunity to be here another day. Lord, you know that this message has been sitting in my heart for quite a while now, quite some time. And I ask you that you may be putting the, the words in my mouth, that you may guide me, that you may help me just send the message that you want to send that your people need to hear please use me i'm here lord in jesus's name i pray amen yes so first of all first and foremost i want to stop a little bit and thank our sponsors for making this show possible i want to thank my husband because he's taking care of little baby psalm and all the boys downstairs and our producer doug that is always the best producer we can work with and yeah, I guess that's it. So the message for today, I wish, <laughs> honestly, from the bottom of my heart, I wish that today I was just talking to new Christians. But no, the message that has been sitting with me, it's for people that have been Christians for a long, long time, sometimes lifelong Christians. And the message is about money. So just to have a quick understanding of what I want to say, I want to bring a quote by Billy Graham. So Billy Graham said that um, if we had the right attitude towards money, pretty much everything else in our lives or most of the areas in our lives would be straightened out. And wow, if you sit to think about it, it's true. Um, you know, with baby number four coming, we're super excited about it, but it is <laughs> even yesterday, yesterday I was at a holiday party and, um, all the messages that we, the faces that we've been getting and the reactions that we have been getting, um, are the same. So like, oh, so where are you going to put baby number four? What car are you going to drive? You guys are going to have to change cars now. You guys are going to have to find a house with more, uh, room or a house for matter for that matter. Um, and it's my response is always to shock my, my reaction is always to shock people. I, li I always like to say, um, I'm not worried about that. We're good. We're doing well, but I hope that God sends us one a year. And then people were like flabbergasted. They're like one a year. You want one kid a year, but where, how are you guys going to do it? How are you guys going to travel? How are you guys going to be missionaries? But how, but how, but how? And I don't know. <laughs> I do not know. Um, but that's the message. That's the message that we want to talk about, that I want to talk about with you guys today. And this is a very dense, this is a very dense um, theme to be talking about. So maybe this is not going to be something that I can only talk in a, I'm intending to make this short, in a short um, episode, but maybe I'm going to have to bring this back because it's really something that you hear about. And then when you think about it, it just sits with you. It's not something that makes you, that you can reflect upon and then you just go act on it. It doesn't happen like that. So I completely understand. But to start the, the conversation, I would really love to bring um, a piece of scripture, a passage from scripture, and I would love to read with you guys um, Matthew 6. So if you guys have your Bible, 
uh, near you or if you have um, access to your phone Bible, something, just grab it. Just go to Bible. Open on Ma Matthew 6. Let's start on uh, verse 19. It says, treasures in heaven. Do not store up for yourselves treasures on heaven, where moth and de rust destroy, and where thieves break in and steal. But store up for yourselves treasures in heaven, where moth and rust do not destroy, and where thieves do not break in and steal. For where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. The eye is the lamp of the body, and your eyes are good. If your eyes are good, your whole body will be full of light. But if your eyes are bad, your whole body will be darkness. If then the light within your is you is darkness, how great is that darkness? over. No one can serve two masters. Either he will hate the one and love the other, or he will be devoted to one and despise the other. You cannot serve both God and money. So let's stop here uh, on verse 24. So the things that this, this um, passage talks about, it's, they're so clear. They're so clear. But still for us as Christians, it's so hard for us to understand. What do you mean by do not store treasures on earth? So I hear, like in the Kyle's ministry, I hear young people saying all the time, I want to marry the girl, but I don't have the money for a big engagement ring, or I don't have the money for a big party, or I don't have the money for the um, down payment of a house. Or we hear, um, we hear, so it, it's all over the place, all over the place. What we I, I truly see in people is this lack of trust, trust in God, and trust that he will provide for their needs, and trust that things will be taken care of. Um, if we proceed on this, on this passage, we will hear something beautiful, that it is a promise from God, and it's something that if you are a Christian, if you one day prayed the prayer, Lord, please, Jesus, please come into my life. Please save me and be the Lord of my life. I hope that you understand that you didn't only ask for the salvation, but you asked, you actually surrendered your life to Jesus Christ so that he could take care of you. And here is one of the, the passages that should make you feel at peace with this because it says, still on, on Matthew 6, um, verse 25 now. Therefore, I tell you, do not worry about your life, what you will eat or drink, or about your body, what you will wear. Is not life more important than food and the body more important than clothes? Look at the birds of the air. They do not sow or reap or store away in barns, and yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Are you not much more valuable than they? Who of you, by worrying, can add a single hour to his life? And why do you worry about clothes? See how the lilies of the field grow. They do not labor or spin. Yet I tell you that not even Solomon in all his splendor was dressed like one of these. If that is how God clothes the grass of the field, which is here today and tomorrow is thrown out into the fire, will he not much do much more to clothe you? Oh, you of little faith. So do not worry, saying, what shall we eat? What shall we drink? Or what shall we wear? 
for the pagans run after these things and your heavenly father knows that you need them but seek first his kingdom and his righteousness and all these things will be given to you as well therefore do not worry about tomorrow for tomorrow will worry about itself each day has enough trouble of its own wow <laughs> um recently talking to one of my friends about um, baby number four being on those, on his way or her way. Um, I, I heard, I heard her saying, she said, because she just had a baby, just like, um, she, her baby is from July, mine is from June, 2023. So she said, um, well, I wish that I could give a, a sibling to my little baby, but I'm waiting for God to, um, give me that promotion and my job that I, am waiting for and then I just looked at her and I smiled she's a believer she's a Christian but think about it think about it for a second what will happen if God gives her a promotion and then she decides to get pregnant if she gets a promotion she'll probably be afraid of getting pregnant and then the sibling will not come if she if she does get the promotion she will probably say, hey, I, I, don't, I don't feel like I have time for this baby anymore. Like I barely have time to take care of one, let alone two. So, and another thing too that we, we absolutely forget, when we put that question, we say, hey, if God gives me a promotion, then I will do, I will let this happen into my life. I will let him put his hand over my life. We are putting things out of order, and this is very serious. You are having God obey your wishes instead of you putting your, your, yourself in the place of surrendering your life to him and letting him do what he wills with your life. So you see, it's not a matter of I will get a promotion, therefore I can have a baby, or I will get a new car, therefore we can have another child. Um, I will get this, and therefore we can do that. It's not that. It's, this is you making God obey your prayers and things just don't work like that. So that's why I say that this is for Christians because I hear that coming out of mouths of Christians all the time. And it's, and it's a little saddening. It's a little, it's, it's concerning. So it is from a place of love that I'm trying to say, Hey, things are not going to work like that. Sometimes if you get the promotion, who is to say that tomorrow you're not going to lose it. If you are to prosper in your job, if you are to have more money, who's to say that tomorrow you're not going to have another pandemic or something happened and nothing is going to happen. And you're not going to have that, which you're securing so uh, preciously, so closely to your heart. You're not going to have that anymore. So there is, is, there is a little bit of um, uh, a misplacement of values. So in your scale of values, things are a little, a little confused. So maybe that's why we're doing, um, we're hearing the things that we're saying. So, hey, maybe if this happened, that happens. David said, you can, you can hear it all over the Bible. If you, it's, I mean, this is, common knowledge you can only have children in your youth who's to say that this child that you are preventing now from being born or that she's preventing now from being born is not going to be the child who's going to take care of her in her old age or who's to say that this child that she's not 
uh, allowing to be born into the world now by the will of God is not the child who will actually bring more fortune for her in life because God works in mysterious ways. So what is this? Like, what is this? Why are you delaying making that engagement? Why are you delaying? Um, even like letting your children get married. I hear, I hear, I heard yesterday at the holiday, holiday party, uh, a mother saying, another, a Catholic lady saying, hey, my, ki my kids can only get married after college. What do you mean they can only get, uh, get married after college? What for? What for? If they're ready to take on life's responsibilities, why wait for college? Because there's this false hope, there's this false security that money, uh, this false idea that money will bring you security and peace and the things that you want. Um, no one's to say that your your kids are going to don't go go to college and they, they are going to actually have the money to actually then get married. Probably what's probably going to happen and we see all the time with good Christian families happening is that the kid's going to go to college. They're going to lose their way because of the bad influences there is going to be to college. They're going to be away from God, apart from Jesus for many, 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 many years. And that is going to be a, such a huge waste of time that maybe in the future we will or we will not see it coming to a full circle where they actually accept Christ and they live um, a Christian life. And all because of money. All because of money. So it is very... Um, Again, this is a very touchy subject, and I don't hope, I don't, I don't expect, I would say, I do hope, but I don't expect that we will understand this all at once. But I told Kyle that I would love to bring a little series that talks about it, um, at least in bite sizes, so that we can start opening up the floor to have more conversations and hopefully change our idea around money and our idea around security and stability um so we do have the wrong attitude with in relationship with god we we put our we put we're putting in these days we are christians we are christians we have accepted christ and but we don't believe that he can do the things that he says that he can do right um david says david says in psalms i think it's I don't remember if it's 38 or 37. I, I'm going to risk. I'm going to say it's 37, Psalms 37. He says, um, the righteous the righteous is never forsaken, nor his seed um, ever has to beg for the bread. So meaning that if you are a righteous person, if you are like Matthew 6 that says that you have to seek the kingdom, you have to work for the kingdom, um, if you are that person, you don't have to worry about those things because God knows that you need them and God knows and he will provide. And this is very like, but I'll Alyssa, but how does this work in practical terms, like on a day-to-day -day life? Um, I'll tell you, I have many, I have many testimonies of that, of things that we needed. Um, Kyle has been working to the bone for the ministry and for the church and he's doing so well and I'm so proud of him but um of things that I even thought I didn't even pray about them I just had a thought I was like oh next the baby will need 
bibs and then kid you not someone like next week or like days after that thought someone will just give me a gift uh, with bibs in it that has happened so many times it has happened with our couch with our um with clothes that some has i i thank god i never had to buy anything like that it has happened with um my wedding my wedding i it's a miracle. I don't understand how my wedding happened. It was, but it was there out of nowhere. I looked back. It was supposed to be just Kyle and me and um, Kyle and I, our kids and other five friends. But what I remember, like just being ready to walk down the aisle. And then I looked over to the side and there was this little banquet to my left. And there was this beautiful, all these people celebrating and all these people being bringing gifts. And I had no idea. I had no idea that none of that was going to happen or the time that when we we did we needed to move and people had like the cars and they had the we didn't have the the money to to hire like um uh, a moving company right but that happened because we had um we had fellowship with people that were willing to work with us and i was nine months pregnant and i was like oh my goodness how we're gonna make this move we need help and out of nowhere people just appeared that that all to say it's not like oh by because um he has the connection he has the people yes he works for the connection he works for the people he works to have what we have so that we can have what we have but i have a hundred percent trust and peace that all of this is happening because of the hand of god in our lives and this brings me a complete ability to surrender my life and trust that it is going to be okay that when the time comes everything is going to fall into place and this is not to excuse a lack of work the bible says that you will eat from the from the results of your labor right from the work of your hands you will eat so it's not that you should just sit back but it's where are you putting your trust where who are you asking the questions for the big things and for the small things in your life but, but in your life but especially for the big things who who and this is a timely question because you're not going to be young for the rest of your life so that you can do all of those things that you could have done you're not going to have this energy for the rest of your life so maybe the time is right now for you to surrender i have another friend that has a business and she says hey i'm not going to have another baby because you know i'm the i'm the sole provider for my home and you know, there's nothing wrong with her husband. He just, he's just not working. So I, she's like, I cannot take on another child. I cannot take on another project. I just can't. But it, what if you just surrender that part of your life? What if she surrendered that part of her life? And maybe she saw that the reason this new pregnancy or this new baby that she could have now, if God wills, because if God wills, he will give this baby to her. It's the reason why her husband will change. We have a, 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 an event that we would just, a, a, an encounter, not an event, but an encounter with Jesus that will completely change his ways. So the Bible tells us, hey, people, ye people of little faith, little faith. So I want to invite you today to have a little bit more faith in the things that God can provide for you because they're many, they're plentiful. And they are in the details. I want to invite you wholeheartedly to consider to not be like the Gentile. The Bible says clearly, if you do not believe that I can provide for your every need, then you do not believe in me. And how, how can you have read the Old Testament? And for instance, in the book of Leviticus, and you, you hear God's voice 
right? You read God's voice saying, I am the Lord, your God. How can you read those words and you can just not completely melt at his feet in trust and love and in surrendering? How? How can you not believe that he is the God who's going to provide for you? So if you're not, if you're at a spot right now where you're like, hey, I'm not sure, this is all sound very cute, but hey, I'm not sure about this. This is not how it's going to work for my life, with my life or in my life. I just invite you to please go spend a little bit more time with God. Go, go, go seek his kingdom a little bit more. Go dive into his word. Go do his work, right? Go take care of the little children that he said that if we would taking, be taking care of them, that we would be taking care of him. Go do the little things that are the things that he commanded us to do. And then you will see things abounding in your life. Another, another excuse that we, I hear from Christians too is that like, oh, but he promises the daily bread, our daily bread, as if that wasn't enough, right? <laughs> That's not just the daily bread that he provides. If you are a daughter of God, if you are a son of God, and you are truly surrendering your life to him and you're living and you're seeking his kingdom and you're seeking his justice, and you are there and you have that relationship with you. He treats you like a son and daughter, not like a server, but a servant, I should say. But like a son and daughter where he gives you and he gives and he gives. And it's life and it's life in abundance that he gives even materially. I have been seeing that in my life every day. And I told another friend of mine, Anna, I have to bring her in the podcast one of these days. Um... We live, we live life very similarly. Our, her husband is a pastor too. And we, I told her, I said, I love this life of having just, you know, just living, depending on the grace of God every single day to live because that is when I see, I see just grace abounding and I see just, I just feel loved and I feel touched because I know that his hands are in my life. And I feel, I feel him working in every single detail of my life. And that is true. So I wholeheartedly want to invite you to live that truth too. And she agreed with it. She said, yeah, I don't even worry about it because I know that today we don't have it, but tomorrow we will have it if that's God's will. And, you know, go, I just, Go, go and have that relationship. Go and reach out, reach out to us, reach out to Kyle, reach out to me uh, with your questions. If you have questions of what, if you need prayer, if you need some more clarification, I know that we think that we are so, um, we tend to think that our problems are just ours and, and no one else shares those. But if you, you know, trust in the fellowship that we have uh, been graced with by being Christians. So trust and reach out to your friends and reach out to your friends in Christ and your brothers and sisters in Christ and ask the questions and let's do the study and let's, let's dive in and let's see, let's find hope again, um, especially in this season. So yes, that's exactly the message that I want to send to you guys. And there's so much more that I can be talking about, but I don't want to overwhelm you. So for now, that's, that's it for the episode today. And I hope to be talking to you soon again. Thank you.